Welcome, folks. We are Release the Adventure, a podcast about getting outside, going mountain biking, learning about mountain bikes, going kayaking, anything you can think of that's outside. We do it. We talk about it. We're all hyped on it. I'm Brad. And I'm Sean. And today we're going to talk about a really special individual that we actually heard about when we were kids or preteens, if you want to get super focused on it. And kind I of would what, say kids. <laughs> kids. I was definitely a kid. Well, I guess I was almost a preteen or I was yeah. a preteen. I'm a yeah. little older than you. But yeah, we were young when this individual came into our lives through the news and hearing about her. So today we want to talk about Miss Bethany Hamilton. The unstoppable, the one, the only. So for those of you that don't remember, Bethany is a professional surfer who in 2003, October 31st, 2003, Halloween, very spooky. She got her arm bit off by a tiger shark, 14 foot tiger shark. And the story... I think it's really interesting, just like the nerves of steel that she had in that moment, because in the different interviews that she had, she tells about the incident. They were surfing around with her friends in a normal spot that they usually do. And so it was like any other day. And they saw some sharks in the water. You know, they're, they're in Hawaii. You know, these things happen. It's a little spooky, but, you know, there's only there's like a one in over three million chance that you get bit by a shark. Right. So you have pretty much almost as good odds just winning the lottery at that point exactly. or it, or you have just a better getting chance a plane of, crash yeah or getting in a car accident a, a fatal car accident yeah, oh, not, yeah, just, exactly. not just a fender but, but under but a fatal car accident exactly so getting bit by a shark very very rare so it wasn't really a big deal to them and tiger sharks usually aren't the most super aggressive um breeds you know and they're just swimming around and she was going for a run surfing and she was a little bit of ways away from the group. And then she just feels this intense pressure on her arm is how she described it. And she starts grabbing on with her board. She isn't really quite processing what's going on. Remember, she's only 13 years old at this time in 2003. And she's just feeling this intense pressure. And she said it felt like kind of on the receiving end of how a steak would feel when you're biting a steak is how she describes it. And so she paddles back to her friends. And so she's like, Hey guys. So I think I got bit by a shark and they're all laughing and joking for a second before they see her arm. They're like, yeah, whatever, Bethany. And then like, Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Get out of the water. Time to get you out of the water. Let's go. Right. So, as they're in the water, they're quickly making this impromptu tourniquet to stop the bleeding in her arm because her arm's bit off. She's gushing blood yeah. like crazy. They're worried that there's going to be more sharks attracted to the air because of the amount of blood and the splashing and the stuff. I mean, she she wasn't splashing around. Like I said, she just kind of took it and she just went and swam over to her to the group. But, you know, everyone else is trying to get to the water, out of the water as fast as possible, get to lifeguards, you know, get, get the paramedics on the way over here as quickly as possible so she can get rushed out to the hospital. And so they do this impromptu tourniquet. And then after that, her dad was actually supposed to get surgery that day, a knee surgery that day. And she took 
his spot in the hospital bumped him out. I mean, his father would do that a million at a million times to save his daughter's light off. Obviously it was just a interesting coincidence that her father was also in the hospital that day. And, you know, she took her spot or his spot, excuse me. And yeah, I mean, she, her life, you know, was obviously saved. She lost about 60% of her blood from the time she got bit all the way to the hospital. And within a few days, she had pretty much fully recovered. I mean, her life was forever changed, granted, but she was in stable condition. You know, it was, it was, uh, it was something that she probably shouldn't have survived just from the sheer blood loss alone. You know, just, this is something that comes down to minutes and she was able to survive. Yeah, which is crazy. Like just the idea itself is crazy. But I think what freaks me out the most and what also makes me like have a little bit more faith in humanity is her ability to just kind of shut everything off, make it all the way to the hospital, make it all the way through. Makes me feel a little bit better about like day to day life, about like the chance of like a car accident, way higher chance of getting hit by somebody else. Yeah. And a lot of people pass away way more often than most things that happen with the ocean, especially surfing. So I'm like, Oh, I can make it through this. Oh, I can do this. If she can make it through such a traumatic event, it just shows the amazing things that a human body can do. Yeah, exactly. Also in kind of a post interview when she was 13, she said, one of the first thing that went through her mind because obviously she had aspirations to become a professional surfer. She grew up in a surfing family in a surfing community. And so one of her first thoughts was, am I going to lose my sponsorship because of this? (laughs) (laughs) Not, not that, you know, Oh my God, I lost my freaking arm. What what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. uh, Am I, am I not going to become a professional surfer? Am I going to lose my sponsorship because of this? I guess when you're 13, that is, that's the goal. Like, yeah, I mean, when, when your aspiration is to be a professional surfer, nothing else matters. I can surf without an arm. I'll be okay. That's yeah. a great mentality to have about almost anything. And sorry, folks, I'm on a super optimistic kick because this just hyped me up with the <laughs> idea that somebody's life dramatically changed within her sport most people have a traumatic event that happens outside of their sport something happens and then they're able to overcome and be amazing but she was not afraid to get out there and surf again no yeah no she was very fearless for sure and that's that i'd be scared i'd be i don't want to get bit by a shark (laughs) right (laughs) That's like on the farthest list of things I ever want to do. Yeah, she won the exact wrong lottery on on that day. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to (laughs) say, I don't think it was the wrong lottery, Sean. Well, it definitely... Because her life would be a thousand times different. Not only the whole arm thing, which yes, she is one-armed. That changes the way you act, the way you function, everything. But as we go through her life, you guys will see just how beneficial 
this negative event was on her life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, talk about turning a negative into a positive, you know, when life gives you lemons, turn it into lemonade kind kind of thing. I mean, pretty much instantly from the get go, she had a positive attitude and was just mm-hmm. immediately right back onto that horse and turn, turning things around for the better. Yeah. Which is crazy, crazy. So I guess let's walk into what happened after. So sure. what is it like less than 30 days? She was back out on a surfboard. Exactly. Yep. Still blows my mind. Every time I read it, I'm like, there's no way. That's, if it ain't documented, it ain't real. And sure enough, there's a video about it. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's crazy because I remember hearing about this when we were kids Mm because we're not that much younger than her. She was born 1990. You were 93. I'm 94. So we're, we're not that much younger than her. And I remember hearing about this as a kid and just her being, everywhere i mean i I don't know who was on her team or whatever but man she was like a media sensation for a while and like just a true inspiration to see her get back up onto surfing so quickly and not only just getting started again going back and quickly winning competitions in oh, her yeah. age group and oh, above yeah. her age group i mean this this isn't just some girl that got a bunch of media coverage and had 15 minutes of fame no she she had a long career as a professional surfer she was very very good and her and her husband and family still surf yeah. competitively yeah, to this day, which is just amazing. For sure. So one of the cool things that I saw that I thought was cool that other people kind of saw her story and said, okay, we need to highlight this amazing person. So this happened in, what, 2003, correct? 2003, October 31st, okay. 2003. So just a year later... Somebody did an autobiography called Soul Surfer, a true story of faith, family, and fighting back on the board. Yeah, that which, autobiography would, she, that was like a self-written thing, or maybe she had help from her family or something. Which, that, that exploded. That exploded. Which yeah. then helped her kind of push through the world of just being a professional surfer, but then also becoming this motivational speaker and being this kind of... I guess, advocate for, um, amputees. Yeah. Young, young women and amputees across the world for sure. I mean, she was, like you said, she was definitely an activist. It was kind of like this, uh, I'm not sure if this would be a good comparison for today, but she was like the athlete version of, uh, Greta Thunberg. I'm probably pronounced her name wrong, but just this, this, this young, young woman, that just doing it on her own, you know, and just changing the world by herself and, you know, changing the communities that, that, that she's in and really just had just a groundswell of activity very quickly at such a young age, you know, with her autobiography. And then very quickly she had multiple different documentaries about her. And then even just last year, she had a Netflix documentary that came out about her as that one was called Un- unstoppable. So, I mean, just constantly using her platform to try to inspire people to keep moving forward with their lives, keep, keep trying their best, live an active lifestyle, eat, eat healthy, do everything that you can to, to live the life that you want to live. Don't let the world get you down. The The world constantly wants to step on you and throw curveballs you your way. I mean, I, th- I think 
you and I know all about that. And I think everyone listening knows all about that. Life, life is hard. Life is challenging. Oh and yeah. Oh yeah. I, th- I think she really is coming from a sincere place with all of her books and her documentaries that have been about her to, to truly inspire people. Yeah, exactly. It's, and what I love about her, I think the most is that her goal as an activist, as a celebrity now is not for the fame. It's not there to be like, look at me, look at me. It's what can I do with what has happened to me and the fame that I was given to help even more people, amputees and regular people get through their day better, be in a better mood, be better people with just the small ability that she was given. Exactly. So on that note, that gives us a good segue to talk about how she's using our platform today. So as we're talking about before, she had that Netflix documentary. Well, in 2018, she also had a book under the same name, Unstoppable. And that's also what her 12-month program is called. It's called the Unstoppable um, course. It's a 12-month course all about getting outside, living your best life. And she talks about surfing a lot. So you can get a lot of sweet surfing tips if you're out in (laughs) Cali or Hawaii or Florida, you know, so so on and so forth, somewhere across the world that has good surfing. And so she gives you a a lot of that. And she also gives you, like I said, how to, how to eat well. She comes up with a lot of different recipes on, on her own. And then also with that, the thing that I think is even more great is her nonprofit. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree on that one. So it's called Friends of Bethany, which to me, perfect name, makes it simple, easy, makes you just know what it's about immediately. Their big focus, and this is one of the awesome things for their core value, it's just caring. That is the first one on there. And then it breaks down into respecting for our namesake, holistic, effective, and personal. But I love that it started with Karen. It's just about helping each other out just to help each other out. Not to yeah. expect anything in the in return. Nothing. I'm just here to be here for you. You here for me. Let's do some awesome things. Yeah. It's, it's truly something special. I mean, it's all about building up young people who have experienced a traumatic limb loss of some sort and building them up to teach them that, that you are still an amazing person and teaching them that, you know what, you're worth everything and you're worth all the love in the world. And you need to learn to love yourself because, because if you can't love yourself, then, you know, that's, that's a rocky place to go from there. And going into that, Sean, just kind of on that same thing is, she has four different programs within the nonprofit that are about going out and learning how to surf and being able to learn more about yourself and grow throughout these programs. Yeah, having more. having a community of people that have been through a very similar thing as you have. Exactly. So you know that you're not alone exactly. in this effort. And the first one on the list that they have is Beautifully Flawed, which yeah, I think that's probably their biggest one. Which describes exactly what you just said, Sean, which just hypes me up because I think it's a really cool program. Um, and it's for what young women 
between yes. 14 and 25 who experienced um, traumatic limb loss to go out and experience something different. It's yeah. not another program that you just talk about, but you go out and you do something and you learn something different. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, like about a week long retreat too, where there's, these girls are all kind of with each other, kind of just living the life. You know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't mean this as a bad way, but it's like one of the coolest summer camps you could ever go, go to basically. <laughs> oh yeah. And especially for someone who's had traumatic anything. Yeah. It's just cool that they give them an opportunity to make a community with themselves and be able to grow together and experience things together. Cause I, I don't know what it feels like to lose a limb. Yeah. And I couldn't even imagine being around people and not have being able to share those type of experiences. Yeah. I would definitely feel pretty isolated. So let's move on to their next one. And this one I really enjoy because it's more of a Ted talk style called shine forth. Yeah. Which is more of individual events where it's nights where people go and they get to share their stories of hope and inspiration and they get to have conversations with a group just to share what that experience is and what she and others have been able to bring out from their experiences. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I, th- I think the way you put it is a good way to put it. It's, it's a good t- Ted talk, a good banquet thing to where, you know, amputees and their families and all the activists in that scene can come together for a night of, of inspiration. And yeah, I think that's really positive and that's a good way to outreach and um, promote the issues that they stand for and promote the, the reasons why they're, they're there for the first place to a totally. potentially broader audience. Yeah, absolutely. The, the next one is Anchored in Love. This one's very similar to Shine Forth, but it's more for young young girls that are for that have dramatic limb loss whereas shine forth is for like anybody in the scene kind of like a ted ted talk style thing this anchored in love is more for like invite only we know something happened to you we want to help you out we want to get you something have this be inspirational to you and so it's kind of for the girls they're trying to get as many people in here as possible so for the girls that can't go on the beautifully flawed retreat maybe this is another option where they can go to the anchored in love conference and have just a wonderful day potentially a life-changing day and they're kind of teaching kind of the same principles that they're trying to teach in the beautifully flawed program but in a uh, more conference style-esque manner exactly it's more about being able to get i guess the younger crowd together that wouldn't exactly fit the mold to go on that week-long retreat yeah i mean the beauty flawed it's pretty select there's not many girls that get to do that i mean looking at the the pick the group pictures i mean it's maybe like 30 girls per session per and it looks like there's two events per per year so you're talking what somewhere between 60 to 100 girls per per year i mean mm-hmm. you know granted that's 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 a lot but for all the other people out there that can't make it the anchored in love is, is a good other opportunity. Well, and it's cool that they're able to bring that anchor and love around the country, around the world yeah. 
and be able to bring it to the inland. Because yeah. not all of us have enough money. Because me and Sean were talking about this just before we started. That we've would always we've always wanted to learn to surf. Yeah, surfing's but, awesome. <laughs> but we're cool. straight in the center of the country. Landlocked, baby. <laughs> there is no water here that has any type of waves other than from the wind in Wyoming, which is amazing <laughs> for kite surfing. But if you try to just get on a regular surfboard, it ain't going to work. Yeah, that's, that's so great. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing that I've probably done for surfing is, <laughs> this is going to be kind of dumb. We're, we're on a tangent here. But <laughs> in Waterworld in Denver. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that, but they have like a little nope. surfing thing. And you can drop in and you can, it's like a boogie board. And it's it's really freaking hard. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you can stand up onto the boogie board and and use it like like a surfboard, and they have like big big waves that you go on. It's it's really fun actually, but yeah, it's it's cool. That's <laughs> something probably I'd the like to do. Experience I've had too, probably the yeah. only like real experience with attempting to surf. Yeah, or anything remotely close to surfing. And then all our fans out there that have surfed are cringing really hard right now. Oh, yeah, they're really <laughs> cringing really hard. And anyone who's ever surfed is just like, oh, yikes. But we we do snowboard, though, so oh, is yeah. that surfing on land? I don't know. <laughs> surfing on the downhill? <laughs> yeah. It's just frozen frozen water, so. Yeah, yeah. same thing, right? <laughs> same, same thing, totally. I guess let's waddle back to the last of the four um, yep. different this one is kind of similar to the retreat, but it is called the forge and is a retreat for male amputees that are focused oh, on fitness, faith, surfing, and healthy living, which I love that they took the opportunity to not just be females only. Yeah. We were talking about this before and they mm-hmm. were, they were a female only nonprofit for a long time. And so, you know, that's, that's fine, but you know, they're locking out 50% of potential amputees in the world. And you know, that I think it's really great that they expanded and so they can expand the inspiration and expand the life-changing events that they put on. Exactly. And I want to do a short little shout out to Mike Coots, who is actually the male who worked with Bethany to create this. And he's a surfer, photographer, shark conservatist, shark tech survivor. So on that same realm has something really in common with her. It is amazing that he came in and went, okay, I think I love your program. Let's start something out different. Let's get all these males out here and do something crazy with the same concept as the beautifully flawed. Yeah. Which I want, I love. It's wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, super great programs overall. And uh, before I go into this next part, in case anyone out there is is an amputee that's listening, the 2020 Beautiful Flawed applications are now open and you could potentially have the chance to go during the October event. I mean, hopefully Rona's gone and maybe that's a possibility. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure uh, how they're... I'm sure they've been greatly affected by, by Rona, but you never know. And... But yeah, I what I will say as a caveat to this is that you can believe in whatever you want to believe in, but Bethany for Friends is a Christian-based nonprofit. So if that irks you the wrong way, then that's okay. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. 
but I just want to put that little caveat out there, that little asterisk, just so you know, going into it. So folks, hopefully you learned something today about an amazing woman and also an amazing group of people that isn't really highlighted in our daily media, Facebook, Instagram, that has done things with their lives that is inspirational, incredible, that everybody can learn from. To remember yeah, definitely. The, the small attacks that happen to us on the daily, we can learn from those and explode with them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is yeah. an incredible way of thinking and just good kind of life, lifeness to have. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think if if you, I think, you know, what Bethany's preaching here, so, so to speak, is that, you know, if you truly love yourself and have self-confidence, I'm not talking about being overly arrogant or arrogant, arrogant like that, um, you know, just good, positive self-confidence and you're trying to spread that positivity out to the world, you can, you can set your mind to anything and probably accomplish anything that you want to do. I mean, it's something that's an inspiring story to me and, you know, this, this week has been a hard one for me feel like I've kind of mentioned it before, but just stuff's going on in my life with my job and all that fun stuff. And, you know, it's, it's good to hear these optimistic stories because the mainstream media is, is even before Rona came around, it's just, it's just sad, depressing stuff every single day. And yes, it's good to know about those things that are happening in the world. Don't get me wrong, but there's not enough optimism to go around a lot of the time. And I think, I think it's really, really great that Bethany's trying to put that out into the world. I 100% agree. And I think it's amazing to see somebody put themselves out there enough to do such an amazing thing. So, folks, I want to reassure you we're back um, from our little hiatus. We're going to keep posting, keep sending you guys stuff to listen to. If there's any things that you would like to listen to, any topics that you'd like us to discover or just to talk about, reach out to us because we're always up for random ideas. Yeah, we for just sure. Love everything about amazing people and getting outside. If you want yep. gear review, if you want something random, if you want us to talk about anything, holler at us and we'll definitely look into it and see what we can do. Yeah. Also with that, we also really enjoy interviewing people. I mean, we had that really great, amazing, big interview with Matt Fitzgerald and we would, we would like to do more interviews. Even if, even if you're not a professional author, professional athlete, we want to hear your story, what's going on with your life because everyone has a personal story that's worthy to be told and heard about. And we want to hear that. We want to hear that positivity. We want to hear those great stories. Exactly. Well, always remember, you can get us on the Instagram at Release the Adventure. And you can follow us on Twitter at Release the ADV. So don't forget to follow. Don't forget to subscribe to us so you can hear all our craziness. For sure. And if you have a friend or a family member, please do share. And also consider if you're on the Apple side of things, please give us a Apple review because, man... Those reviews really are a game changer for Apple. Apple loves seeing reviews, and that's what really starts to push the podcast out to other people. 
So, man, that that's like the greatest gift you could give to us is just sharing it with somebody and a review. If you're not on Apple, you can use a agnostic review site called Podchaser. We have our page on there. Podchaser is like the IMDB of pop, podcasts, basically. So you can also check us out on podchaser.com. And just to end it, I want to give a big shout out to Miss Borison, one of our high school <laughs> English teachers. Love her to death. Thank you for listening, Miss Borison. You're great. Thank you, Miss Borison. <laughs> and always, we're release the adventure. And thanks for coming and adventuring today. Yeah.